by Doug and Sandy McMaster about the history of Slacky and um, how it came to be and why it is so important for the, the native um, Hawaiian culture to continue it. Uh, for those of you who haven't had a chance, I definitely encourage you, but let me give you a short snippet of what the, they'll talk about, how the slack key is originated in the 1800s from the guitars that came over with the Mexican uh, cowboys. They were brought in to help the locals with the, Mexia, with the herding of the cattle. And then when they left, they left a handful of guitars, uh, just one or two guitars, and, and so they didn't, the locals didn't know how to tune them. And so they tuned them according to their own ear, and they, the, the, the strings were more slack. That's where the word comes from, slack. And it's a slack in the key, and uh, they make their own tunes. And because of that, um, it sounds very different. But what's amazing is because there was only one instrument as opposed to multiple instruments, they would have to play uh, a rhythm on the top with their thumb, and then with, their, the, with the fingers they pluck, the chord, so it sounds like two instruments being played at the same time because, well, they only had one guitar, so they had to kind of make it work. Um, what's fascinating is this music is is absolutely beautiful. It's um, in the original form. I think it's it's spiritual at so many levels because it moves from the heart of the the people after day of work to sit and to play music for each other to to enjoy the gift of God's music and how the birds and the creation play an incredibly important role in that. The uh, reason why I bring that up is that, you know, the music can only, that beauty of, they have come up with a 75 different um, tunings that they've recorded uh, in Among the Islands. Um, and there's a great contrast between that and the chords that we normally use at home, which is finely tuned talk. The, the tension is very significant. And um, I, I think that's very symbolic of their way of life versus uh, for us to live in the mainland. Our way of life, we tend to be rigid and maybe highly strung, just like those, those wires. And when you come here, they're a little more relaxed. And I think that's why so many of us come here is to, in fact, is to relax and get a bit of slack in our lives. Um, the reason why I think that's so important is because I, I think that it's the slack where the music is made. It's, the, it's that beauty of the music comes in the slackness of that. It's so true too for us in our own lives. It's in the, in the slack of our life that, um, that God comes and makes music of our lives. But oftentimes we're so highly strong in our own lives, we have no time for God. We, we, we find it so hard to, um, to leave room for God. And if we could, so to speak, loosen our strings of our life just a little bit, we might leave a little slack uh, for God and notice things a little bit different. Notice what God has put into our lives. Certainly around here, the, the notice, what we can notice is the beauty. Who could not be in awe with those fantastic mountains this morning? and the crystal blue sky behind it, and the contrast, and not be in awe of God's, God's wonder, God's wondrous creation and his incredible gift to us. But I think there are other ways in which God are present to us. And today's gospel uh, is a way in which we can um, see this. 
Now bear in mind that Bartimaeus is a blind man, and remember that uh, to be a blind person in that time was to have been considered to be cursed by God. They didn't have the understanding uh, that we have today of how blindness comes about, whether it was from birth or not. He, he must have done something wrong because he had this disease. And so, so everybody, remember, Jesus and his disciples and the entire crowd were on the way to Jericho. Right? That's how it starts up. And this man, who is blind, hears of Jesus of Nazareth, but he doesn't call him Jesus of Nazareth. He calls him Son of David. Have pity on me. Now, Son of David, for those of us who don't know, is, is, the, Messiah, is the Masonic language. It is this claim that he is the Messiah. And remember, all these people were watching and listening to Jesus, and they did not know that. So the irony of this passage is that he who did not see, Bartimaeus, sees. He sees who Jesus really is, even before he gets a sight. He has the eyes of faith, and he can see. But Jesus' reaction wasn't the reaction of everybody else. Everyone else is, shh, stop. Don't be bothering them. You're, I mean, if you could almost hear the subtext, you're a sinful one. Stay away. Get away. You're on the margins. Stay in the margins. And they tried to stop him, but he called out all the more. And so Jesus stops and says, no, call him. Have him come here. And he comes and he meets Jesus. He says, what do you want me to do? The personal encounter. What do you want me to do for you? And he goes, I want to see. And Jesus says, well, your faith has already saved you. And he walks away and he sees. Now, the, the double irony here is, is this is that often in our lives, in our busyness, we miss so many opportunities of people in our lives. The Bartimaeus, the people who are in need, the poor, the disenfranchised, the people who are on, on the periphery. We who, who have the sight don't see. There's the first irony. And part of it is because, well, we're so driven. We we gotta like those disciples. We gotta go to Jericho. Let's leave Jericho. Let's go to Jerusalem. They're on their way to Jerusalem, and, and we have to allow some slack in our lives, well, to see the person, to be able to see a person hurting, may have lost someone in their life in this last week or so, or somebody who is so stressed out at work, who is today here and um, searching for a way to create slack in their life. Or, or somebody who back home who we know is ill and we want to reach out to them but we don't quite know how. Or maybe it's just a homeless person who we quite frankly never see. Um, our hope is constantly over these last years since he came into his role as Pope has called us to the preference. He called us to look for those personal encounters is not to be so fixed on our path of life that we don't notice those who are around us. Who are often calling out to us. Have pity on me. Help us. So today um, I encourage us to look at this, this gospel passage in light of our own lives. Of how we often are like those disciples who are in a hurry to go somewhere. And the tension in our life is driven. 
And then maybe we can learn a little bit from our natives here, the, the wine and the beautiful music they have, and allow some slack in our life to allow the Lord to produce beautiful music through our actions, to our willingness to listen, our willingness to be aware, our willingness to tend to those who are most in need. So today, let us not be like the crowd who does see but is blind to the needs of others, but instead be like Bartimaeus who wants to see and he does see the needs of those around him.